I'm Lights Camera Jackson. This is the LCJ Q&A podcast. You can also read these interviews at animationscoop.com. So great to be joined by an old friend of mine, Craig Gerber. We met in 2016 at Disney, and he has been behind some of the most successful shows. Sophia the First, Elena of Avalor, the newest, is called Fire Buds, and it premieres this Wednesday, September 21st, 10.30 a.m., Disney Channel, Disney Junior, episodes as well on Disney Plus, two-time Emmy winner. Craig, it's so good to see you. It's so good to see you too, Jackson. It's been a bit. It has. It has. You've written some nice things uh, on Twitter uh, to me over the past couple of years, hoping that we would get to chat again. And I'm so thrilled for you and for the success of Firebuds. I've watched the first couple episodes and it's really great. Awesome. That's great to hear. You know, firefighters and police officers and ambulance workers are so inspiring, especially to kids. How did they inspire you to make Firebuds? Well, my grandfather was a police detective in New York City in the 60s. So I had that connection to first responders. And then, you know, these these past couple of decades, um, you know, obviously first responders have always been around, but I don't, you know, we've seen how visible not only they are for what they do, but the sacrifices they make, whether it's the medical profession with COVID or even going back to 9-11 with uh, firefighters and, and police officers. And so it was a group of folks that I felt I wanted to honor and pay tribute to, also shine a light on what it must be like to be uh, in one of those families. And you really, one of the strengths of this show is the child and vehicle relationship. You have some great pairings of characters with personalities, and you can feel the authenticity and the warmth between the child and the vehicle. That was the other inspiration for the show. I mean, it really came from my youngest son, who is seven now. But when he was three, he was obsessed with fire trucks. He would walk around in a fire chief outfit and carry around the fire truck like it was his best friend. And I just thought to myself at a certain point, wow, how excited would he be if that fire truck came to life and was his best friend? And they'd go on adventures together. And so that uh, sprung into Firebuds with the first responder angle it became, okay, what if this boy and his best friend who's a fire truck lived in this cul-de-sac and on one side of them are the children of EMTs, on the other side of them are children of police officers. And when their parents go out to fight real emergencies, they team up together to go on, uh, go out in their neighborhood and try to help their friends in the neighborhood, whether it's rescuing them or just you know helping them out with a problem. You're so right that young kids love firefighters and first responders. I mean, I have a four-year-old cousin whose grandfather was a police officer for many, many years and he loves the vehicles and playing with them. And I I think he's going to be enthralled with this series. <laughs> and, and you give the vehicles arms so they can play ping pong, which is awesome. How great is that? I mean, I wanted to do all the wish fulfillment, right? Um, part of the other thing, the vehicles have arms because it was, uh, there have been other shows, believe it or not, that have talking vehicles. And I always want to provide something that that folks haven't seen before. And so we really spent a lot of time on the design of the vehicles to separate them from other vehicles that are out there. Obviously, robotic arms coming out um, is a big thing. It also helps them come across as more human. We do a lot of squash and stretch on in the animation of the vehicles to make them feel organic, to make them feel like it's, it's like almost like a vehicular person. Mm. Uh, other things we did, you know, we, we made their, uh, their windshield uh, wipers, the eyebrows, on all the vehicles we we decided to do. We did a lot of exploration about where to put the eyes. We put the eyes everywhere. And, and what we determined is that the windshield was the most appealing place, but we made full eyes with like 
eyelashes or that blink. And then, you know, we, we separate all the windshields to yeah. create like uh, different, you know, um, iframes. So, and there are other specific things we did, but that was, those were the big things that we wanted to really make vehicles that, that stood on their own. And, and that also goes for the characters. Like you said before, we wanted to give them very specific characters. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure, you know, kids are going to love these characters, the attachment to the cars franchise, your cousin over at Disney yeah, with yeah. the talking cars. I'm sure. I mean, do you remember when you were young and you were playing with toy cars, giving them names, giving them voices, giving them the ability to do crazy things that now you can put into these characters? I, I, I do. And, and I had a fire truck that I loved and weirdly, uh, and this is the first I've actually thought about this until you asked this very question. I, I had a supermarket truck that I just thought was the most awesome thing in the world from some old defunct, like Midwestern supermarket. I can't even remember the name, but now that you bring it up, I remember how much I love the fire truck and the supermarket truck. I haven't put in a supermarket truck, but we have plenty of food trucks. Yes, you do. There is an episode with, with food trucks, but yes, put in a supermarket truck now. Yes. Yeah. I just, I just hadn't even thought of that, but the food trucks have a lot of personality. We meet one, you, you might've seen an episode with one and uh, chef Fernando, who's voiced by Oscar Nunez from the office and many other things. And uh, we also have a, uh, a Southern food truck named chef Fran, who will pop up later in the season. Very good. Now you mentioned the squash and stretch and <laughs> I feel like I noticed that in some of the sequences, there's one with a train and you are moving that train very fast. And I thought, wow, that's, that's some of the fastest train movements I've seen in children's television. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. I think part of the reason we wanted that train to move that fast was because we wanted to sell the danger of the police car that's stuck on top of them, taking them away off into the sunset and, and setting up our rescue for that episode. Yeah, but, uh, we do like one of the great things about CG animation is that you can create very realistic looking vehicles. You can have chrome and metallics and speed. And so we've been you know, trying to deliver all that vehicular goodness that we enjoy. We, you know, when we were kids and 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 we had that Hot Wheels track like that was the goal. How fast can we get these cars to go? And so yeah. I think that's carried over to Firebuds. <laughs> Yes, it has. Craig Gerber, the EP and creator of Firebuds, is with me on the LCJ Q&A podcast, premieres this Wednesday, September 21st, 10.30 a.m. There's an episode with art thieves. And what I like, there's a couple things I like about this episode. First is the puns. Because you, you had to think well about Vincent Van Gogh, right? You had to think about oh, I think the crew, I mean, it's like a, it's like a, a hobby for the crew to come up with all these puns. I mean, it, it's... There are there are more car puns in our show than probably all the Cars movies put together. I mean, we we really have a ball with them. And, and the um, our designers, it's only on screen for a minute, but in that episode, there are four posters on the outside of that museum. Yeah. And each of them is a different car pun artist name. And there is a painting of a vehicle done in the style of the artist. <laughs> and you only see it literally for like a couple seconds. But the designer had a great time doing it. And it's just, a, it's one of the things that makes it really fun for all of us is, is what new car pun can we come up with? And I like, one of the other aspects I like is we have these thieves, they make their presence known to all of the firebuds. I mean, sometimes art thieves like to sneak in. They don't want to be known. They're just getting themselves out there. Like, here we are. We are going to steal the painting. You know, it's funny you mentioned that. That was something that uh, came up in development and, 
one of the things we wanted to do is have thieves and villains that kind of come out and say, hey, look at me, catch me if you can. Uh, there was just an idea that that was really a fun way to do it, that uh, every once in a while, maybe we'll have a mystery. But most of the time, we want these villains to be a lot of fun and the type of villains that kids enjoy watching, even though they are are bad folks and 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 get their comeuppance in the end. Right. No, it's a good balance. It is. It is. And <laughs> and one of the other things I noticed in watching the show is the adults and the adult vehicles as as I progressed into the the first couple episodes as we go on really start to open up to the idea of the children and the child vehicles helping out and yeah. attaching themselves to various situations. Adults opening up to the idea of being able to trust kids is a very strong theme that you succeed with as we go on with these episodes. Well, that that's intentional. And there, there are a couple of reasons for that. One of the things we wanted to do was, even though this show is fantastic and involves talking vehicles, which obviously don't exist yet, and sentient vehicles at that, we wanted to show these kids of first responders learning how to become heroes. We wanted to show that they start out in one place. And even though the series is episodic, we want to, wanted to watch them grow and get better at what they do. To you know, their 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 dream is to become first responders like their parents. We want that idea to play out over the course of the show, and so they do get better. And a part of that is the parents responding to it and be like, "Wow, you really showed me something." Another reason for doing that is, you know, the idea that kids in many ways are like little adults. They have a hard time controlling their emotions although there are many adults that disprove that idea, but there are, you know, kids generally are like little adults. And if you treat them with that kind of respect, you can get better results in terms of how they behave. Mm. Um, and so some of that is about like, let's, let's meet kids where they are and, uh, and, and see what they can do and, you know, help them become better, but at the same time, recognize that they're really the day little people like us. Sophia and Elena are role models to so many children who are now older and growing up and have younger family members. What do you think those characters would think of the Firebuds? And I know Sophia and Elena came together at one point. Would they ever interact with the Firebuds? And, and how do they feel about them? <laughs> what a great question. Um, I think I think Sophia would would fit right in with the Firebuds. I think there's a lot about Sophia's natural empathy and compassion for others that fits what the Firebuds are all about and what the show is about thematically. If the show is about the spirit of community, about the importance of volunteerism and thinking about others before yourself. Mm. And it's about these kids that have this can-do attitude that even though they may not be ready, they are going to try to, they'll rescue anyone, anywhere. And I think Sophia is just like that. I mean, Elena is to a degree, but, you know, Elena would be older than them. So Elena would would probably look at them like she looks at her sister, Issa, be like, OK, well, you're trying. You got a little ways to go. But Sophia would be right there on the fire truck with them. Beautiful, beautiful. And what would you say to the kids and, and the parents who are going to be watching Firebuds, the children who are awed by the firefighters and first responders they see out there and the parents who may be seeing their children, this attachment they have to these people, what would you say to them about what you want them to take away from Firebuds and, and what you hope they they see in this show? Well, you know, one of the things I love about doing animation for children and families is that you can incorporate these uh, very positive messages 
that kids and adults can can take away from the show and and use in their lives, you know, and and they become shows that you can watch together and in some ways discuss what was the point of the show? What can we take away from, you know, what message can we take away from that? It's a Disney show. It has all the great characters that you you expect from Disney. Every show ha- is emotionally compelling. You, you Hopefully you want to know what's going to happen next, but still fun and entertaining. And I think in this moment in time, the idea of doing something for the sake of your community, doing something for someone else, you know, maybe making a small sacrifice to help out someone else, that concept, that theme is really important. And I think, I hope parents will, will want their children to be exposed to that kind of generosity of spirit. And also, you know, some guidelines about, you know, not getting too close to fire, <laughs> uh, you know, helping, helping out folks if there's a blackout, you know, uh, just other, other slight safety tips for your life. Yes, that's always great. I can totally picture this show and these characters and the merchandise that comes from it being at police stations, community events. I can totally see that happening with the impact of this show. So I I hope it goes there. I hope it's a, a big, big hit. I think it will be for you. And Craig, thank you so much for your time today being on the LCJ Q&A talking about Fire Buds. Jackson, it's always a blast talking to you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. I'm Lights Camera Jackson. You can read all these Q&As at animationscoop.com. And for these LCJ Q&A podcast episodes, go to Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and lights-camera-jackson.com. Firebuds this Wednesday, September 21st on all those Disney platforms. I'm Lights Camera Jackson.